Whether it's about a decline in performance or a violation of company policy, difficult conversations at work must be handled consistently and with care. But what happens when a conversation doesn't lead to performance or conduct improvement? And when should you document these conversations? Welcome to HRpreneur, a podcast by ADP. This is Jim Duffy. Today we'll talk about documenting personnel issues with Merrill Gutterman. Merrill works as counsel here at ADP. Merrill, thanks again for joining me. Hi, Jim. Thanks for having me. So, Merrill, why is it important to document employee issues? So it's important that employers document employee issues for a number of reasons. Um, documentation helps to show that performance or conduct issues were properly addressed with the employee. Um, it offers history of the employee's improvement or failure to improve. And it ultimately supports the employer's decision to take any unfavorable action, such as discipline or termination. So when should the employer start documenting an issue? Well, that's going to depend on the type of problem and whether you've had previous conversations with the employee and what your policies are for making sure that you have consistent documentation practices in place. So if you have a relatively minor policy violation like tardiness, um, your policy may indicate that you're going to have a simple initial verbal communication first. But if your employee has been late multiple times in a week or if your previous conversation didn't result in any behavioral change, then you may have a more formal discussion that you ultimately decide to document according to your policy. Um, if you have a really serious conduct issue, that may require immediate disciplinary action and documentation. So just make sure that you're following what you've decided with regard to a policy and that you're applying it consistently. So Merrill, what if after one or more, say, verbal warnings, the employee still isn't showing signs of improvement? Uh, what should the employer do next? So if an employee's behavior isn't improving after a documented verbal warning, then it may be time for a more formal disciplinary meeting with the employee. Um, you're going to want to prepare for that meeting. You're going to want to have a written warning drafted that addresses the issue and includes the specific examples of what's going on when each instance occurred and the impact it had on the company and coworkers if that's an issue. Um, you're going to want to make sure that everything you document is factual and that you reference any previous discussion you may have had with the employee about the issue and include as much detail as you can, including the dates of all your conversations and when the incidents occurred. Um, you also want to emphasize that you're committed to helping the employee and you want to see them succeed. And it's important to outline specific steps that the employee needs to take to improve and also set up a timeline for that improvement. Um, you can help the employee by identifying resources, support, and training opportunities that may be available to help them succeed. And on the flip side, you want to explain the consequences for failing to improve, such as there may be more additional disciplinary action, and that could include termination of employment. Um, after you put this all in writing, you want to make sure you're meeting with the employee and talking about the issue, and it's important to have another manager or HR personnel present to sit in as a witness. Um, and then after you've had the conversation, it's the best practice to get the employee and the witness to sign the written warning, and then it's a great idea to send a follow-up to the employee reiterating what you've discussed and talk about the plan you've put in place for improvement. So what happens if the employee refuses to sign the written warning? 
We actually get that question a lot. Um, so you can you can explain that the purpose of the signature is just to confirm that the employee has received the information that you've provided, um, even if they don't agree with it. Um, you can give them an opportunity to provide their own written statement and response. But if the employee still refuses, then make a note on the documentation and just indicate that the employee would not sign it, put the date, initial the form, um, and store it in the employee's personnel file. So, Meryl, what if an employee claims they have a disability that's causing a performance issue? Uh, what are the next steps in that instance? Well, as soon as the employer becomes aware that a disability may be causing a performance issue, then the employer's got to begin what's known as an interactive process or a dialogue with the employee to talk about what, if any, workplace accommodation can be put into place to help them. Um, and keep in mind, too, the employee doesn't need to use the word disability to initiate this process. So if the employee says something like, I'm having trouble getting to work on time because of medical treatments, then that should automatically trigger the start of the interactive process. And then during that conversation, you want to talk with the employee about how the disability may impact their performance and then also what accommodation may be put in place to help the employee perform the essential functions of their job. Um, it could be something like modifying a work schedule. Um, under the Americans with Disabilities Act and also under similar state laws, the employer has to provide a reasonable accommodation unless doing so would impose an undue hardship on their business, and that's something the employer is going to need to figure out. So if you can help clarify something else for us, is there a difference between documentation for policy violations compared to, say, performance improvement? Well, generally after investigating an issue and confirming whether it's a conduct or a policy violation that's not due to a disability or another protected reason, then you just want to make sure you're handling the issue consistent with your policies. Um, when you're handling performance issues, you may choose to coach the employee and give them a time frame to show improvement and set a target and a performance plan like a 30 or 60 or 90 day time window to improve their performance. Um, but if it's a policy violation, you may choose to start to follow your disciplinary procedures. And again, you just have to make sure that all of these policies and procedures are applied consistently um, across your workforce. Okay, that's helpful for sure. Uh, what if the employer chooses not to document employee issues? Um, it's not really a great idea. I mean, you want to document the issues, and even though it's hard and delivering negative feedback can be uncomfortable, um, and there are managers that may avoid the issue, it's something you do want to document because if you're ever in a situation where you need to respond to a wrongful termination or a discrimination or a complaint, um, you want to make sure you have that documentation to help show what's been going on with the issue, that you as the employer have taken the necessary steps to address it, that you were aware of the problem, and that you were working towards finding a solution, and in some situations that the employee failed to improve. Um, documentation can also help show that you've treated the employee fairly and you've provided them with that opportunity to improve. And if you start documenting early, the interaction doesn't have to be confrontational or negative. You know, if you acknowledge the problem early on, then the conversation can hopefully be more pleasant and easier to resolve. Excellent. That's very helpful. So, Meryl, thank you. Uh, it's really important. Documenting employee issues can feel overwhelming and uncomfortable. However, it can help employees stay on track and support future employment decisions. So we really appreciate your feedback and guidance here. And I also want to thank you all for listening to HRPNR. Thanks again for joining us. Be well.